As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. On today's show, it was a night of smashing in the NBA. Joel Embiid smashed every Celtic center Boston tried to throw at him. The Lakers smashed the Raptors. The Clippers smashed the Blazers. And the Bucks should have smashed the Warriors, but they have Steph Curry on their team. Didn't happen. Let me take you through an eight-game night in the association. This is what you need to know in the NBA for Wednesday, April 7th. What's up, everybody? I wish I loved something as much as Joel Embiid loves playing against the Celtics. And this one wasn't fair. Boston left themselves shorthanded at center by trading Daniel Tice at the deadline. And then, combined with Tristan Thompson being injured, well, that's a terrible combination with Joel Embiid coming to town. They only had one guy who could guard him, and that was young time lord Robert Williams, who did a decent job in the first quarter. It was a one-point game after one, but Williams is known to be a little jumpy. He couldn't stay disciplined long enough. He picked up his third foul right at the end of the first. Then they had Luke Cornett come in to guard Joel Embiid. Boston wants to give Luke Cornett a nickname. Let's slow the flow on giving nicknames to just everybody. Brad Stevens left Luke Cornett out there on an island with the MVP candidate, some soft doubles, that wasn't enough. Went from a one-point game to a 13-point game at half. The Celtics used break glass in case of emergency, 7-5, taco fall, and Embiid, ha, <laughs> ha, way too late. Embiid loves playing those Celtics. Did I say that already? He had 35. The 76ers swept the season series from the Celtics for the first time in 20 years. Joel Embiid weighed more free throws than the Celtics in the season series. 47 to 45. Thanks to ESPN Stats and Info for that one. Robert Williams fouled out in just 13 minutes. Yipes. The Lakers smashed the shorthanded Raptors. Yeah, that is not a joke. I'm not even going to mention how big the deficit got. No one needs to know. That's something you don't need to know. After a little wrestling match between OGN and Obi and Dennis Schroeder, the Raptors had eight guys. And they wished they could get Marcus Gasol back from the Lakers, who had a solid game for, for L.A. after a little grumble that Gasol wasn't happy about losing his starting spot. Well, he got the start in Andre Drummond's absence and played well. Gasol will see plenty of time for the Lakers in the playoffs, which will still happen, even though 
they haven't had their two best players for a while here. People were worried about the Lakers dropping out of the playoffs. There's nothing really of note in this game other than the Lakers continue to tread water without those guys. One note, I guess, LeBron did make the trip to Tampa despite having no public plans to return to the lineup. Keeping that, that camaraderie high, I guess, with the guys or talking to some people, checking in on his town of Lebronto, seeing how the new infrastructure changes are coming along. Moving on, the Nuggets hammered the Pistons. Smashing, everyone's smashing, and they remain perfect since acquiring Aaron Gordon at the trade deadline. Gordon has fit in perfectly as a passing partner in those five games, especially for Nikola Jokic. With Gordon on the floor, Denver has outscored their opponents by 69. Yes, everyone together now. Nice. Gordon and Jokic had a beautiful play where they just passed it back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Gordon playing that role perfectly. So was Michael Porter Jr. Denver looking great. Pelicans, Hawks. The Hawks had a three-point shooting night to remember, basically hitting two of every three shots from behind the line. That's got to feel good. 20 of 31 from behind the stripe, to be exact. Atlanta was moving it, and the Pelicans weren't ready to guard the three-point line. The Hawks were flying all around the stationary Pelican. The third quarter was the real memorable part. Atlanta didn't miss from three in the period, going 11 for 11. That is the most made threes without a miss in a quarter in NBA history. Okay, that's a decent stat. You know, I like forcing stats, but that one's a decent one. It was a 46-point quarter for the Hawks. Atlanta sits in fourth in the East. Zion continued his incredible run for the Pelicans. He also hit two-thirds of his shots. He's averaging 30 points over his last 10 games. I see in the comments here, Ajamod saying, I guess nice jokes are only funny to Americans. Totally. I'm going to keep riding it here. going to keep riding it. Chicago, Indy. The Bulls got their second win in six tries since trading for Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic had 32 and 17 against the Pacers. 17 boards. The Bulls had 28 helpers on 44 field goals. It was a pleasure, pleasure to watch the front court of Vooch, rookie Patrick Williams, Thaddeus Young, or Thadjik Young as he's called in Chicago. They're going to move the ball. Larry Markinen used to be part of that starting front court. He's coming off the bench now. Free agent to be some team not sh- not called Chicago is going to pay that man IMO. Of course, it helped the Pacers didn't have all-star Demonte Sabonis or near all-star Malcolm Brogdon or defensive player of the year candidate Miles Turner, who went out in the third quarter. But that's what the Bulls do. They beat up on sub-500 teams in the league. Luckily, there are a few of those in the league. Without the Pacers' frontline healthy, Levine was jamming on some fools. Zach had a quiet night, but he played his part. It was a good, good game for him, even though he didn't have a big shooting night. Just played the role of ball mover. They got the victory. Portland, Clippers. L.A. saw a Portland team on their heels in the standings and gave them the boots out the gate. L.A. came out with a franchise-best 47-point first quarter. Paul George had 36 on 6 of 9 shooting from 3. 6 of 9. An extended. Nice. Patrick Beverly returned after missing 3 weeks and did a good job of harassing Damian Lillard into a 2 of 14 shooting night. These are the kind of matchups Beverly was meant for. Milwaukee, Golden State. No Giannis Tetacumpo in the lineup with a wonky knee. He's missed 2 straight games. And for the second consecutive game, the Bucks blew a 10-point fourth quarter lead. This time they lost the entire game, though. The Bucks' offense was lost 
late, and Steph Curry led a desperate Warriors team back that needed a win desperately. They had lost 7 of 8. You could sense it. Curry had 41 points. I just say 41 points like it's not a big deal anymore in the association, but Steph... He has been a little bit out of sorts recently with all the losing they're doing. I'm sure he's happy to get this victory. No Giannis. So, yeah, they're not beating a, a full squad with the Bucks, who also didn't have P.J. Tucker. I wanted to note this because trade acquisition P.J. Tucker missed his seventh straight game with the left calf injury. He's only played three games for the Bucks since being acquired from the Rockets. Memphis, Miami, last game on the slate. The Grizzlies were hot, scoring on 55% of their shots and stopping the Heat win streak at four. Last note, the Nets' James Harden will be reevaluated in 10 days because of an injured hamstring. If he comes back after those 10 days and everyone is healthy on the Brooklyn Nets roster, that would give them 16 games at the end of the regular season to get it all together. Remember, Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving have only played seven games together at a max They would play 23 games together before the playoffs. Is that enough to win a championship? Seems like a very tall task the more these guys are out. All right, that is it for me. Make sure you check out the full No Dunks episode here on Wednesday. I'll be back to give you the news as fast as I possibly can tomorrow. See you then.